You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Rocket Mortgage with you every sense of the way every step of the way, to give you a seamless mortgage experience. Uh, Hickey, is that who I think it is up on TV? Who's up on TV, up on, on NBC Sports Network? Hold on. Stand by. I just did a double take. That's why I froze up there. Oh, I'm ha- <laughs> Sorry, my headphones later stopped working is that- for... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is that who I thought it was? Is that, that couldn't have been him. That had to be someone else, right? Who? Who? Did, was that Justin Trudeau I just saw up there on NBC? I am not. I don't it have like NBC Justin on. Trudeau. What are you watching on NBC? I'm, well, I'm watching hockey right now. Uh, what do you think I'm watching? Well, so am I, but I'm watching a different channel. What do you? Uh, I'm watching NBC Sports Network. What, what channel are you watching? Well, MSG, the Rangers are on here locally, so watching the boys. Let's see what we got here. Blue. Message from Gary Bettman. Someone says to ban Gary Bettman from Canada. Okay, uh, obviously, uh, Justin Trudeau's politician, and uh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, well, no, I guess I can't search that because that's just going to be a great big uh, political mess. I thought I just saw Justin Trudeau on there. That's what I thought I saw. Guy looks like, I mean, the guy's an Adonis, so I mean, it's hard to, it, all right, we'll figure that one out. 855-2124-CBS, we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage uh, by Quicken Loan Studios, Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way. They provide a seamless mortgage experience. Boy, that just threw me completely off, Icky. I need to, like, reset and do everything here. Now, coming up at 1.20 p.m., until they change, a loser is a loser, and the Jets are the Jets. And go ahead and give me your hate. And, yeah, I know where I do shows from. And trust me, when I see failure, folks, I, don't, I might not know what champions are. I might not know what success is. But I'm going to tell you right now, if I think your team's a failure, you better believe it because I've seen plenty of failure. So you go on ahead, Jet fan, and get real upset with me because I'm going to let you hear about it coming up here momentarily. We just had Matt Rochelle on. He's a great guest, great writer. I know he's mixed it up a couple of times in the past. I like that. That makes me excited. Uh, He said 50-50 shot at college football. I thought it was going to be much lower than that. I'll take 50-50 right now. You're saying there's a chance. I'll take 50-50 for college football right now. I think anybody would right now. That's okay. I hope that I hope they're able to pan out and, and, and play it out. I am worried about college football. Football seems to the NFL seems to have low tests right now, low numbers right now. Uh, there's a couple of different theories there. I'm not really gonna I'm, I'm not really gonna entertain those theories yet. I don't want to entertain them because it just sounds to me like quackery and craziness, and I don't want to do that. But for college football, there are a couple of things here that we wonder: Are these long-term things that happened because of the 2020 season? I think, yes, Alabama and Auburn and Ohio State and Michigan, if they have to play earlier this year, they'll play earlier this year, they will go right back to the end of the season. 
that's the way it is, that's the way it was, and that's the way it's always going to be. I don't think that Florida and Florida State have anything to really truly worry about. I do wish that they'd bring back Texas and Texas A&M. I thought it was stupid to begin with, and I hope that they're able to bring it back again at a future date. We know that uh, Jimbo Fisher's been asked about it. We know that Tom Herman's been asked about it. And both said that they're open to something like that, and I wish they are able to. I certainly hope they're able to. I'd love to get college football in here. The Notre Dame question, though, I know there's a lot of people. Notre Dame is so much fun to me because people either love or hate Notre Dame. And so it, it makes it so much more just fun. I, that's why I love about college football. It becomes an argument, and I love that stuff. And I'll bring it up at the, again at the end of the show. I love the argument of college football. I love that people are so passionate about it. And Notre Dame has a global reach. Notre Dame certainly has a country uh, uh, reach across the country that very few schools can even comprehend. There's a handful of schools that are maybe a little bit close. Maybe Notre Dame's a different animal. And they have a very good TV contract. They have a very good thing going for them. And Jack Swarbrick might have to make this deal and has made this deal and it might have to work for this year. They will go right back to independence or half and half with the ACC. And the other ACC schools, they probably don't mind either. The ACC's made money off of Notre Dame. Notre Dame's made money off the ACC. Vice versa, they love it. But if we have to deal with Notre Dame for a year, being a full-time ACC football member, then that's what they'll do. But Notre Dame has a different type of conversation no matter what you if you love Notre Dame you know exactly what I'm talking about if you hate Notre Dame I'm sure you can't believe what's coming out of my mouth and there's a lot of times I can't believe it because there's been times where I think Notre Dame has been vastly overrated and I think Notre Dame's been vastly they've been given way too much love but regardless of how much love I want to say or or take away or give to them that it's a it's a different animal with that school it's a different animal with that program and I thought there's been times where they, it has waned and they've come back even stronger monetarily. 855-2124-CBS. Are we ready to do the top five here, Hick? Oh, we were ready since, what was it, Wednesday night when this list was put out? That's right. That's right, you hog. So hit the music right now, Hick. Ken, are you kidding me? I told you to hit the music. I said we'd eventually get to it, didn't I? Well, you said we, we would go drive. I thankfully have it ready to go. I said we'd go drive at the beginning, but then eventually we'd hit the music. Lord Almighty, you want to sit there and argue with me about the music here? Or do we want to I do said, the top five? I said, did you want music? And you said, we'll go drive. Stuff I, said, hit on we'll the go drive I said, we'll go drive at the beginning because I have, to, I have stuff I have to talk about at the beginning, like maybe Justin Trudeau being on NBC and also Notre Dame football here. Can I be in charge of the show that's named after me? Can I? You're in charge. I miss you. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's right, you do apologize. Not that I accept it, but we can discuss that later. Okay, Hick, what do we got here? The top five NFL players is voted by the NFL, right? Do we want to do a re-rack? Yeah, I, I think we got to do add... a real list because I don't think the players list is real. Uh, okay, I I think that, and, some, and I said this and got crushed by people in Baltimore, and Baltimore, react to me, uh, 855-2124-CBS. The NFL has the following list. The top five, Lamar, Russ, in descending order, Lamar, Russ, Aaron Donald, Patrick Mahomes, Michael Thomas. I didn't mess that up, right? It's it's Russell Wilson, Donald, Mahomes, Thomas, right? Okay. Yes, sir. After, after Lamar. Yep. So, Hickey, let's hear your top five. Go. 
All right, I will go in descending order. Number five, I will put my. No, you're Thomas. going in ascending order if you're going from five to one. That's ascending. You ascend. You oh, you're, you're right. I apologize. Boy, this, okay. this whole segment's just a train wreck for you. Okay, continue. I apologize. So, Michael Thomas, number five. Number four, go the best running back currently in the game, Christian McCaffrey. Number three, Russell Wilson. Number two, Aaron Donald. And number one, where he should be from the players, from the coaches, from everyone who watches any NFL, Patrick Holmes is number one. Well, you did. I asked Rerack again. This is your mess up. I asked Rerack. You said yes. Then you added Christian McCaffrey into that mix. So that's not a Rerack. That's just an addition. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I apologize. Holy I we doing, Toledo! I, I thought are we, we were doing, doing our own list. Is this Penn State college radio all over again this with is, you? This is really bad. This guy takes two weeks off and he doesn't know how to do this stuff anymore. I'm, I'm very rusty. All right. So I'll Rerack what the players had. My top five. In ascending order, number five, Michael Thomas. Number four, Aaron Donald. Number three, Lamar Jackson. Number two, Russell Wilson. Number one, Patrick Mahomes. Eight five. If you if we haven't chased you off already. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, now lower the music. This is jealousy. That's all this is in the NFL. You can give me, listen, I, I got nothing against Lamar Jackson. Hell, I got the guy third. All right? He's third on the list. Out of 100 players on this top 100, that's pretty damn good. What he did last year was special. And don't be giving me, if you're in Baltimore, don't be giving me any slop about, well, the players they had. You see, Ken, they could only do it from the regular season last year. And Lamar was the MVP during the regular season last year. And I know that he might have lost to Tennessee in a game that was supposed to be a coronation of Baltimore football. And they ended up getting pounded out at home. And Earl Thomas turned around and ran the other way when Derrick Henry went after him. But, see, that's not on Lamar Jackson. That's on the defense. And Lamar Jackson lost that game. And Baltimore lost that game. But it's really it's on the regular season, Ken. So, you see, they don't care. The players don't care. Are you nuts? This isn't Peter King and Mike Florio coming up with this list. It's supposed to be the players. Are players really thinking back to week 16 and week 14 and things like that? No. If you ask me, this is jealousy. This is pure and simple, old-fashioned jealousy. Patrick Mahomes, if it, and Lamar's great. Lamar has all these different types of talents that are so incredible, and I could give him all the platitudes in the world. You already know what they are. He's a threat with his feet. He's a threat with his arm. I can't believe I had to say this during the season last year because I really I thought it was the Tebow principle, folks. I thought this was Tebow because when – and what I mean by that with Tebow was when he – after his college season, when he went into the NFL, there was all the reports about Tim learning how to play quarterback all over and being a real – pocket passer in the NFL, being a real NFL-style quarterback. And there was all these reports coming out about Tim doing that. And I go, hey, that's great, but it's been an offseason. And since he was just drafted April, May, June, July, August, and five months, I want to see what you do when you go back to habits. I want to see when you're forced to be in a position that you're not comfortable with. Are you going to go back to old bad habits? Tim Tebow did. Lamar Jackson didn't. Lamar Jackson was a great passer last year. Might not have had the biggest oomph on any of them, according to some people, 
but was a great passer and a great quarterback last year and was a threat every step of the way. He is a top-five player in the NFL, without a shadow of a doubt, a top-five player in the NFL. I think people, I think players put Aaron Donald in that list because he is a dominating player, but no one can be more dominating than those three quarterbacks that are in that list. That's why I put those three quarterbacks ahead of Aaron Donald. And Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, and people call me a homer. If you listen to this show, you know I'm not the biggest fan of Ohio State in the history of man. So I've always looked at Michael Thomas with a different type of eye because I try to go out of my way to not be a homer when it comes to Ohio State athletics. But I think Michael Thomas was the cat's ass from the very beginning, and I was shocked that he wasn't a first-round pick. And I'm glad every single day that I get to see Michael Thomas that I was right and other people were wrong, and he should have been a first-round pick. And a draft where where? Laquan Treadwell and Corey Coleman. Who else went ahead of freaking Michael Thomas in that draft? So I'm proud of Michael Thomas in that case. But at number four, if you're putting Patrick Mahomes at number four, I don't know what else to tell you other than it's pure and simple jealousy. Because I have to throw in the postseason too, and don't tell me the players didn't. They did. What he did in the regular season, amazing. What he did in the postseason, well, he might not have the feet of Lamar Jackson. No, but I think the Tennessee Titans will tell you that he's definitely a threat to take off and can score a touchdown with his feet. Now can he? If Patrick Mahomes was healthy throughout the entire year, could we have seen back-to-back MVPs? Possibly. I think we are looking at, in Lamar Jackson's case, I think we're looking at a guy who can have a very successful career, albeit more than likely short, but a very successful career. And if he wins one Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens, then that pans out. I don't want to hear anything from anybody. The whole goal is to get to a Super Bowl. If they get to a Super Bowl and win it, I don't care if Lamar Jackson plays five years or 20 years in the NFL. That pans out. That's why you draft these guys. That's why you do it. So if Lamar Jackson takes Baltimore to the promised land at some point, and I think that he has a good chance to. I don't make the 0-2 deal as much as some other people do. Then that pans out. What Russell Wilson has done has been obscenely special. More on him coming up with the Jamal Adams stuff. But to keep that team afloat and to put them in a play and put them in a playoff position in maybe the most difficult division in football. Hasn't always been that way, yeah. But maybe the most difficult division in football, you gotta give a lot of credit to Russell Wilson. A defense that has had to pull pieces aside from it. And they've dealt with a lot of different things and a lot of different personalities that can mess that thing up on their defense. I know we've prided Seattle on their defense for the last decade. They've had great football players. and They've had a great defensive front. Last year it waned. Russell Wilson did what a franchise, highly paid quarterback is paid to do. Keep them afloat. Keep people employed meeting coaches. I know Pete Carroll ain't going anywhere, but anybody else, don't let John Schneider, don't make John Schneider have a reason to freak out. Don't put the family of Paul Arnold in a position to freak out and go out and win football games. That's what you want a franchise quarterback to do. That's why I, I admire Russell Wilson in a lot of ways. The only thing I don't admire about Russell Wilson is that, yeah, the, the water stuff's a little bit weird, and I get it. You have sex with Sierra. Congratulations. I don't know why everything is a big brag about that. But I, it, fine, whatever. No one wants to hear about your married sex. Trust me. I try to tell my buddies a the story. They don't want to hear it either. Other than that, I love Russell Wilson. But at number one overall with a bullet is Patrick Mahomes, and I don't see how that changes. And I don't think the players were only thinking about the, about the regular season either. 
I think it's just pure and fashion, good old simple jealousy. Because if I put Patrick Mahomes on any one of these other teams, you're telling me these teams aren't playoff teams? Hell, most of them are with the exception of, what, the 9-7 and seven Rams right there. If you put Patrick Mahomes on the Seattle Seahawks, you put Patrick Mahomes on the Baltimore Ravens. Mahomes has good offensive weapons. Travis Kelsey's great. Williams was great last year. Now he's going to be sitting out this season. He's great. Tyreek Hill's great. The defense, pretty decent. Chris Jones, obviously. I would say Baltimore's team up and down, especially with how sneaky good that defense was last year and how they built throughout the season. And we thought that they were going to lose so much because they lost Mosley and so many others. And I'm being really good. Credit to the coaching staff, credit to the system, credit to the players that they actually, dare we say, developed. I'd put Baltimore up as a team against anybody. Last year's team with Marshall Yonda still on that offensive line, future Hall of Famer, oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely would put them up against anybody. Patrick Mahomes on the Baltimore Ravens, I'm in Cleveland. I might as well quit my job if Patrick Mahomes plays for the Baltimore Ravens because it's over. I have no reason to even think of it. That's how good Mahomes is. You put Mahomes on Seattle, you put Mahomes on Baltimore, you put Mahomes on the Rams, you put Mahomes on the New Orleans Saints that are already a great football team. It's a different level. We could very well, and I don't subscribe. I heard Anthony Lima talking about this last Sunday. I agree with him. I don't subscribe to the Chris Jones theory and to a lot of other people that it's going to be this easy. The Patriots are the greatest dynasty in the NFL of my lifetime. They went 10 years without winning a Super Bowl. They appeared in a couple. They went 10 years without winning a Super Bowl. I don't know if it's going to be as easy as two, three, four, five Super Bowls in a row with Patrick Mahomes. It's too many variables, too many people involved, too many things that can go wrong. It's a one-in, one-out scenario in the postseason. You have a bad day at the office, that's it. Buffalo's one of the greatest football teams I ever saw. Four bad days at the office, they're notorious instead of legendary. I think it's going to be difficult for Patrick Mahomes. But what we are looking at here, while Lamar Jackson has the goods to be a special player for a little bit, and maybe for longer, I, I, I don't root against Lamar Jackson in the classic sense. I think Patrick Mahomes has what it takes to be the best to ever play the position. Montana, Brady, someday maybe Mahomes. You know what you saw. You know what you felt. When your team is up by 20 in an NFL football game and you don't feel comfortable because of Patrick Mahomes, that's something. If you're up 20 against the Baltimore Ravens, you still feel pretty good because that offense and what Lamar Jackson does is not necessarily conducive to big comebacks. Patrick Mahomes can turn you inside out at any time. There's that difference. And not that difference alone, why it's got to be Mahomes with a bullet at number one. And I think that a lot of other players where Mahomes has MVP status, where Mahomes has half a billion dollar status, where Mahomes is quite literally a part owner of another baseball team in another sport, save the jokes about Tennessee and the 49ers. I, I saw all the memes. Yeah. I think it seems like it's too easy. I think it might feel like it's too easy to the other teams. I think it might feel like it's too easy to the other players. You smell that in the air? I think it smells like jealousy. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. If you think Lamar's better, tell me. Or if you agree with me, go ahead and agree with me.
Mahomes is number one. I got Mahomes, Russ, Lamar, Donald, Michael Thomas. I was just re-wrecking. I would probably put Christian McCaffrey in that top five, but I was just doing the re-wreck. We'll take your calls coming up. I see you. We'll take you guys. And until they change, a loser is a loser. And the Jets are the freaking Jets. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855-2124-CBS. 855-2124-227. Yeah, I think, I think NFL players are jealous. I got it. Mahomes, Russ, Lamar, Donald, Thomas. Tweets coming in. Daniel says, Russ is overrated. Has he ever led the league in anything? I, I, I look at the challenges he's had to accept, and I wondered at one point, would a team that's based on defense, if you have a team that's based on defense, you're eventually going to expose your quarterback. Quarterbacks, and the reason why we love them so much, they play, we hope, 10 to 15 years, even more. And what a great quarterback does is he, at, at the worst, he keeps you employed. I, I'm going to use the Roethlisberger principle for this. It's a bothersome thing to do. You go back to a couple of seasons ago. This is about a handful of seasons ago where the Steelers were working on their roster. And you see some of the records that they had. There were some seasons that were a little bit lean during Ben Roethlisberger's career. And there was harsh criticism. There was very harsh criticism of Mike Tomlin. There was harsh criticism of their offense. There was harsh criticism of Todd Haley and everybody. You go back to this season here of what would be 2012-2013. Real quick. They come off of 2011. At that time, your players, you had, you had James Harrison on that team, you had Rashad Mendenhall, you had Mike Wallace as your leading receiver. How many of those guys are still in the league? 2011, Troy Polamalu is on that team. You're 12-4. and four. You lost in the wild card round. Consecutive years, 2012, 2013, you're 8-8 eight eight those consecutive years. Because the Steelers are a good organization, they keep people in place. Ben Roethlisberger's there. Ben Roethlisberger's a future Hall of Fame quarterback, and he's a franchise quarterback. He's probably elite level. I don't know if he still is, but at the time he was elite level. He keeps guys employed. You're able to cycle through. You're able to work on your defense, work on your offensive line, because other players have to come off. You have a salary cap, 11-5, and 10-6, 11-5, 13-3. And now you see where their defense their defense is starting to come to fruition. They're starting to cycle through players again. 9-6-1 and one in 2018. They lose Roethlisberger. They're still 8-8. Eight eight. That's still a talented football team. Russell Wilson is the same conversation. If I have to lose guys on my defense, it's on my quarterback who I'm paying a lot of money to make sure that it keeps people afloat to keep the Lions outside the gates being the media, being the fans, being the owner, because the owner can make a crazy decision in their own right as well. So if you go 8-8, eight and eight, it looks good, it looks okay. 9-7, and seven, hey, we're going in the right direction here. You get 6-10, and 10, people get nervous. 7-9, eh, 6-10, and 10, oh, they're not going to like that. That's what you pay a franchise quarterback for. You pay him to, to, to keep you competitive year in and year out. That's true. And you want chances to win the Super Bowl. But you know that over a 10-year, 15, 20-year career, 
there's going to be some years where it could be a little bit lean. That QB should be worth two, maybe even three wins in that case. And instead of being a 13-3 and trash mess that gets people fired, you can be 7-9, 8-8, 9-7. That's why I put that's why I laud Russell Wilson so much. That team should have really started to falter. If Russell Wilson wasn't a great quarterback, that team should have really started to falter. That's why I do think that at some point I'm going to hold Deshaun Watson in very high regard. That's why I know that I'm going to hold Patrick Mahomes in high regard. That's why I do think that I hold Lamar Jackson right now in high regard. He's a rookie. He was a rookie a couple of years ago. He changes the way it is. It's easy to look at a guy like that and say, yeah, we'll get film on you. We'll be able to catch you. We'll be able to get you someday. Year two takes off. Credit to Harbaugh, yeah. Credit to the team, of course. But Lamar Jackson did have to change a bit as a quarterback. He did, and he didn't go back to bad habits. He's still top five. But I know that if I have a 24-point spot, no matter if it's week two in 2019, whether it's week two or playoffs, I have a really good feeling against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Can't say that about Patrick Mahomes. Not at any time. Ten points is not enough. 24 is not enough. He can turn you inside out like that. 855-2124-CBS. Let me get to Richard in Myrtle Beach. He's first up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Richard. Hey, Ken, I loved your show all day today, and I agree with everything you said. Just a couple things. What Patrick Mahomes did in the playoffs, 10 points behind in the Super Bowl with less than seven minutes and come back and win it. Now, he's number one. You're right. The others are jealous. The other thing is this. Manford, I love sports. I love baseball. Um, I love the Nationals. What they did to this pitcher uh, in in the Dodgers, give him eight-game suspension, really? He didn't even hit the guy. He didn't even come close. But here's, here's my last point. I hope that the baseball season has to shut down. I hope all the owners lose money. I feel sorry for the sports fan that love baseball like I do. But he's got to go. He cannot stay in there. He's useless. He just has no authority and didn't do anything to the Astros, really. And you're going to give a guy an eight-game suspension because he threw a ball, didn't hit the guy and went over his head, really? Richard, I'm, I'm sympathetic to your plight, and I thank you very much for the call. And thank you very much for the kind words. I'm sympathetic to it. To it. Even if they got rid of Manfred, I, or Manfred, I think they'd just put in somebody else who's also ineffectual. I think they would do that too. I have no faith in Major League Baseball whatsoever to do anything right at any given time. I love the game of baseball. It's all, it, 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 If you're a man of a certain age in this country, baseball is usually your first love because it's the first sport you play. Soccer maybe to some, fine. That's perfectly fine. Nothing against that. But usually it's baseball. Now, football has taken over for me. I love the game of football, and I've loved the game of football for a long time. And it's my number one. NFL, college football, can't get enough of it. Baseball will always hold a special spot in my heart, no matter what Manfred does, no matter what Major League Baseball does to it. But even if they got rid of Rob Manfred, one, I think they'd put somebody in there who's just as bad as Rob Manfred because of who his bosses are. Rob Manfred just takes a lot of heat off the owners. The owners are, are, are to blame for this. 
this silliness? Players are to blame for this as well. If you're not going to take care of yourselves and each other, we're going to find problems here. Hey, you can say what you want to about NBA players, and I know that a lot of that's become political, but, boy, they are making sure that each other are doing the right thing. On the NHL, they are making sure that each other are doing the right thing because it means money to them. Players have become petty against owners, maybe even against each other. I don't know what's going on with Major League Baseball. And the second part of that, I have absolutely no faith in Major League Baseball, even if they operated in a bubble. Say they shut down on Monday, and they say we're all going to Arizona. Every single damn one of us, we are going to go play at the spring training complexes in Goodyear, Arizona, and that's it, and that's all, and we are going to live on that area, and we are not leaving at all. I still wouldn't trust Major League Baseball. I think they'd mess up anything. I have no faith in them, even if they had a bubble. 855-2124-CBS. James in Atlanta, hang in there. going to get to you. Who's number one? Did the NFL players get it right? And also, yeah. Yeah, I got to call it the Jets. Okay, you're going to be a bunch of losers. I'm going to call you a bunch of losers. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4227. Speak now, forever hold your peace. You can tell Hickey's been gone for a while because he didn't even do the right music to end the show. Well done, Hick. Boy, you just oh, left your brain on vacation, my didn't you? God. Good God. Hopefully Pony gets a better argument or gets a better work out of you because you've just been two sucking up the room for these brutal. first two hours that you've been on. Hopefully his next four hours are great. Andrew Filipponi coming up at 2 o'clock Eastern. I'm sure that's going to be real entertaining for everybody. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. At CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line. It's brought to you by the fine folks at Geico. Right now they're offering an extra 15% on on, on car and motorcycle and RV policies. That's on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Visit geico.com to learn more. 855-212-4227. I got calls here. Let's get to the calls. I got to rip the Jets at some point, but let me get to James in Atlanta. James, you're first up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Yo, what's going on, brother? Man, y'all are y'all are having me rolling over here with y'all bickering back and forth. What are you doing right now? Do you want to do you want to re- produce a radio show? Because I bet you could do better right now than what what Hickey is doing at this current time. Actually, I probably could because I did go to uh, secondary post secondary school for radio broadcast. See, so, there you go. You know, so, I mean, you, but now, nah, but now, nah. yeah. <laughs> your, uh, your top five list is completely and utterly correct. You are Ooh. absolutely correct. Uh, it's nothing but jealousy and hatred. Man, Patrick Mahomes got to be number one. And my quick question, I got two quick questions. Um, top, I, we're talking about a top five. So, on the list, are we talking about top five at position? Because Michael Thomas in the top five? That uh, that makes no sense. Like, he's, I got four pit players, four wide receivers above Michael Thomas. Well, and lastly, ooh, lastly, <laughs> Whoa, 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 no, 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 Odell, Julio, and Odell, Julio, and D-Hop. Odell? Right there. That, that's it. James, James, Let me James. get this last thing out. Let James, me get this no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, damn it, no. <laughs> hold on. Julio, I'll listen to. Who was the other one other than Odell? D-Hop and, and, Wait, and Odell. Okay, Hopkins, yes, better. Okay, fine. Fine, I'll uh, hear you. Odell? You know, James, Odell has not been Odell in three years. I'm in Cleveland, James. I wanted to trade for Odell. We've spoken into, our, we've spoken into existence here, and I still want Odell to be successful. James, 
Shame. But, but you feel me though? You kind of—I'm kind of trying to massage that in. You, you feel he Odell? Is, he is. Listen, Odell. I wanted Odell out of college. I wanted him to play for the Cleveland Browns, and the Browns took Justin Gilbert. Which I'm going to make a connection to loserdom here in a minute. I promise. I got one Justin last Gilbert. thing. Last hold, thing on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm saying this right now, and then I'll let you get to the last thing. This is a make-or-break year for Odell Beckham Jr. I can't listen. I can't be doing this Instagram stuff anymore. I can't be doing the essence of Odell. You you got to have some. You got to put up or shut up here, buddy. You're making too damn much money. I know that he's an electrifying athlete, but I've heard too much, too much craziness and too much other stuff to sit there and say that a thousand yards is the plateau for for Odell Beckham Jr. That is just simply not incredible anymore. I got to have touchdowns. I have to have productions on a good football team. He's got to contribute to that. You know Thomas what? right now, now is better. hearing you say this argument in that manner, yes, you kind of won me over a little bit. You're damn right, I did. Uh, Thank you. O- o- Odell is Odell is spectacular enough to he give is. me 12, 12 TDs in, in twelve hundred, or and he 10 has TDs in twelve hundred, and he has underperformed. He has under he underperformed last year. I don't care what I, I know. He was hurt, and I know that's going to get the OBJ fanboys on me. And I'm an OBJ fanboy myself. But he underperformed last year. And last year, I'll give him the mulligan. He said he was hurt. Okay, I don't blame him. I'll, I'll say he was hurt. I'll agree with him. You know, we, we had um, we had Kim Jones on. Kim Jones and her are, are close. Okay, I was down with it. But this year, I, I don't need to hear any of that stuff. you got to play and you got to play well. All right, that last point. Go ahead, James. Go ahead. Speaking of underappreciated people in the league that was snubbed off the top 100 list, where is my quarterback? Where is my top Five, top six quarterback in the National Football League, not on this list. Where's Matt Ryan? And I'm gone, man. Thanks, got, bro. Wait a minute. Matt Okay, Matt Ryan's better than what people give him credit for. What? Damn. See, that's – Matt Ryan is the quintessential you got to win a ring anymore. That He is the quintessential guy to that. you got to win a ring now. Matt Ryan lost to a legend – in a Super Bowl, and I know they were up. He lost to a legend in the Super Bowl. He didn't lose to any old jobber. He didn't lose to some guy filling in. He lost to a legend in a Super Bowl. He's been to a Super Bowl, and if this were, if I was talking to you on WFAN in 1989 and Matt Ryan was playing, we'd probably have a lot different opinions of Matt Ryan. But now it's just no longer good enough. you got to win. You have to have a ring. We are in that generation now. I wonder what we'd say about Dan Marino now in comparison to others. Tom Brady broke through that glass. Like, like I knew, before Tom Brady, folks, I knew Joe Montana was the greatest ever. And there will be people who say that Joe Montana still is the greatest ever. I, I, fine, whatever. I, I think that Tom Brady's the best ever. And there's six rings to back that up because we love to leave it down to rings. We do the same thing in basketball. Baseball, that's still hard to do. But in football, we do that all the time. And if Matt Ryan played in a different generation, I think we'd hold him in higher standing. But, hell, there's there's times where I look at Matt Ryan and James says he's good, and I look at the stats and go, damn, he is pretty damn good, but there's a bunch of different quarterbacks I'd take over Matt Ryan. Matt Stafford was amazing before the injury last year. Nobody wants to talk about that. He, he was having a career season before the injury last year. And I will get – if I do that during football season, I'll start getting calls from Detroit. Hickey's been there. He's taken them. People in Detroit start calling up, hey – can we trade Matt Stafford? This isn't working. Can we trade him? Matt Stafford has pulled your asses out of the fire, even though you haven't been totally successful, but he's had great stats. You need a full football team. 
But now I think it's going to be even worse because I think, yes, Patrick Mahomes is going to win multiple Super Bowls. I do agree with what Anthony Lima said last Sunday, and I encourage you to listen to him this coming Sunday tomorrow at the same time I'm on because I don't think it's just going to be easy where they're going to rip off four Super Bowls in a row. There's going to be bumps in the road. There's so many different variables in the ultimate team game. But I do think he's going to win multiple rings. And I think that he's going to make other really good quarterbacks of this generation look really, really bad. Because if Patrick Mahomes wins four rings, that means he's probably going to beat, like he did before, he's going to beat Deshaun Watson to those rings. Going to beat Lamar Jackson to those rings. Going to beat a lot of young quarterbacks to those rings. Going to beat Tua to those rings. So if he wins four or he wins five by the time it's all said and done, that means we're going to hold good quarterbacks in low regard. 855-2124-CBS. I know Pony's going to have them lined up because I'm sure people want to talk about baseball in the bubble. And I would. I, 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 hate to, I hate to be a downer here. I'm just going to get this off my chest. I have, no, I have no faith in Major League Baseball. You could put them... You could put them in the camp that they kept everybody in Red Dawn and play baseball from 1984, and I still think Rob Manfred would mess it up. I don't care if it's on everybody's on a train or everybody's on a plane or everybody's traveling by car or they are in one hotel and one hotel only, and that's the way it is. Rob Manfred, Major League Baseball, the players, yes, they are part of this too. Mostly the owners, they would all mess it up. And if Major League Baseball shuts down on Monday, it's on them. It's not on you, America. I got to get this off my chest. I heard Pirino, I, 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 I talked about this with Pirino during the week. I talked about this with Hickey during the week. And I felt like my thunder was stolen. Because right after we ended the show last Saturday, Jamal Adams was traded to the Seattle Seahawks. I, where I broadcast from, in my hometown, where I live, and hopefully where I'll die, the football team has not been very good in 20 years. And any time I start calling out another football team, people like to say, well, your football team's not really great. It's not a comparison. And by the way, if I'm saying where I've sat through 0-16 and I sat through 1-15 and I've sat through terrible draft picks over and over and over again where we have looked up to a left tackle as our savior of the generation and to a kick returner as the savior of the generation and a kicker as the savior of the generation. You guys all get quarterbacks. You guys all get wide receivers. You guys get fierce, crazy linebackers. I get a kicker. I get a kick returner and a left tackle. So I'm going to tell you this. If I call your team a loser, and I'll do this PSA over again. I'm sure I'll have to. If I call your team a loser, trust me, buddy, I know what I'm looking at. If I see failure... I know what failure looks like. And when I saw the Jets trade away Jamal Adams last Saturday, folks, you are a failure. Or I shouldn't call Jets fans failures, but I will call the Jets a failure. Because congratulations on your two picks that you will get back and surely you will mess up. Congratulations on losing a safety that isn't one of the greatest overall, but certainly is one of the top safeties in the league. Congratulations on losing him on a part of a defense where it's a put-up-or-shut-up year in a season of a pandemic for a third-year quarterback who was supposed to go number one to a lot of people, who still went top five, and to a head coach that if he fails this year, will never, ever coach again. That's what losers do. Winners, teams that, like Russell Wilson plays for with the Seattle Seahawks, they get guys who play for them and play with Russell Wilson because 
This isn't new to them. This is old hat. Oh, Jamal Adams doesn't like his coach? Go ask Earl Thomas about it. Jamal Adams has a couple of problems here or there. This guy coached Michael Bennett before. This craziness that you're trying to get rid of with the Jets and kick down the road, they've lived it. They've won with it because they have that quarterback. They have that support system. You fire coaches and hire new ones and change philosophies. You do the same thing with general managers, and you'll probably eventually do the same thing with this quarterback coming up here after this year. But enjoy your two picks that will that you will definitely, and let me underline definitely, and Hickey, you can record this because I do hope I'm wrong for Jets fans in the future, but you will definitely squander. Enjoy those picks. Enjoy ruining a young career. Enjoy ruining another, another head coach. Enjoy ruining another season for eons and eons and eons. Because until you change, until you do what winners do, which is help out players on your team that you know are good or at least put a good investment in somebody who you think are good. A loser is a loser, New York. And what I see in the New York Jets are a bunch of losers. Go hope for the future because that's all you have. You have no present. You have no now. This quarterback will be a failure because you continue to look into the future instead of trying to build up what you have. You could try to build up what you have and still fail, but at least you were to try to win. I can at least give you that credit. I can't give you anything now. That's why Seattle stays near the top, and that's why you continue to be a joke. 855-2124-CBS for the great Filipponi next. He's wonderful. I'm serious. For everybody here, they did a wonderful job, including Hickey. I'm Ken Carmen. You guys have a wonderful weekend. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.